Hello everybody. Um, before we start, I just want to mention that this is our first episode that we have streamed on Twitch. So at some certain points in the episode, you'll get some background sounds from the games we're playing while we'll, we're actually live on Twitch. So it's um, just good to keep that in mind. I think that the mix is okay with the, with the voice and you can hear uh, Juice talking about these things. Um, also, we said at the end of the episode that uh, it was saved on Twitch, but I forgot to enable that option. So uh, we don't have our latest episode on Twitch, but we will, um, we will save them um, and have them recorded so you guys can watch them if you want and prefer to watch them instead. So um, with that being said, uh, on to the episode. Thank you. I'll just take the opportunity to say that we are also live on Twitch right now. This is, uh, we're gonna start sending out live on Twitch. So if people want to drop by and ask us questions directly, um, they can do that. So it's gonna be awesome, I think. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be super awesome. Yeah, I <laughs> hope so. I, this is this first episode, I have to say, um, is gonna be a bit of a technical test. Uh, we're, we're, trying this thing where we where we uh, both are seeing each other with or our stream is going to see us both with um uh with our cameras and we're going to share our desktop so there's a bunch of you know sound uh, sync stuff uh, over there so we'll see if if everything works out as as it should i'm i'm really hoping that everything is fine but um and we're recording to audition at the same time so a lot of things happening uh, at the same time a lot of technology so this this one is a, a first test just to see that everything is uh, working out as it should so um, just think of it this way if the technology doesn't really work this time or if you have if we have any issues or anything like that then uh, you know it's uh, it's that's why so yeah so uh, that's our introductory part what should we talk about today uh, I want to take the opportunity and talk about tutorials and especially what they do both good, but also uh, the bad parts of them. Uh, and especially from the viewpoint of do they teach us the things that we are supposed to know when we start to play the game? Yeah. And also I'm going to do a quick deep, deep dive into previous games from the 80s, 90s, uh, all the way to Valorant, uh, and yeah, we'll see where the talks, talk takes us. Yeah, I think this is this is very interesting because we we've talked in previous episodes. We've we've talked about um, tutorials in general and how they've they've changed as well, um, and how some games don't have a tutorial at all, and other games do have tutorials, like very explicit tutorials while others let you kind of play through and discover things yourself, right? So that's that's one one thing at least that that is different between between different games. So um but I'll let you start. You can go go through. Yeah sure. Um and uh, I'll uh, jump in at, at different times. Sure. Uh, I thought we could start off with the classic uh, Super Nin Super NES game. Uh, you can show my screen if you want to yeah uh the classic game of super mario right it's a very simplistic game it's a very easy game or hard depending on where we come from and i thought that we could just go in deep dive what the what the game does uh the thing is now do you get do you get my sound by the way uh yeah Now the uh, now our stream now does it as well, uh, and I think that 
the game itself, this is basically the tutorial scene, right? So all you can do here is basically jump. You can explore your your controls just by pressing left and right and jump. That's basically it. It really doesn't tell you anything, and you are already deep diving into the game because the time is uh, already ticking, and it's ticking faster than one second, right? So you have this. I'm already on 300 seconds, or whatever the time is. Feels like it's like half a, half a second, right? Every tick. Yeah, something like that. It feels like double the time, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. What I do know, what I do notice, the first thing that they do is they have this blinking thing, right? We humans, we we tend to think that shiny objects are pretty, right? Uh, they feel like they have been. They feel like there's something there for us to to reach. So I think just. As a personal first uh, impression, that would be to just go there and see what this one does. Now, of course, since I've already played this game a thousand times and basically know everything there is to it, I know that I, that I can jump from beneath. But they yeah. do present the game uh, with two boxes here, right? So now they are scaling up the game. They're scaling up the, the challenge, basically. Although this isn't really a challenge, but it's still the mechanic that they want you to find out about. And as you can see, you can't do much with it. Yeah. So you just go go on and oh shit, there is this mushroom, what is this? And all of a sudden you start to jump and realize that hey, you can, you can destroy stuff. Which is yeah. really cool. And this is, I mean, what they do here is, it's really in a scoped place. You can't do much, you can't do anything, you can't go back, you can't go, you can only go forward. And now the time is stressing the hell out of me, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I want to touch on something. Oh, there's this luck, right? So now all of a sudden I have this one up. And there yeah. was a flower. And because, there, because the time is already ticking away, I'm just gonna jump right through. Um, and then I died. <laughs> the thing is, they don't really show you anything at all, right? So you're... What they do really good here is that they, they let you explore things on your own. And they do it in a scoped way. But one thing that I really... that really annoys me uh, is that they don't actually show you that you can... you can run. There is nothing here that that really says that you can use your hold, hold the button, the second button on the Nintendo on the NES and run faster. Yeah, yeah. And that is one of the bad things that they do. But of course, you gotta go back in time and see see it from their perspective. Using using the old cartridges, they had like what was it, 16 kilobyte or something uh, memory on them. Text would probably be one of those things that they want to uh, not use too much of, and this could also this could be the reason why they didn't uh, add any textual information as to why uh, how you can run. Also, at that time, you basically had this these uh, booklets, right? And those booklets, it, those were basically the the game's manuals, and they were. Not only just booklets for and you so, to read, so because at this they were point, cool, uh, fun uh, things. Juice is playing they were actually the how Super to do Mario stuff. tutorial, uh, um, and um, if you guys want to check check that out, I would guess uh, he's describing really what he's doing pretty well, as, actually. Like, when I was, um, was it, but if you want to check out the Super Mario <laughs> tutorial, <laughs> there, there are there are some uh, links on YouTube that yeah, that you can that, the, that you can watch just to get an idea of what we're talking about and what we're looking at. Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah, because I know that um, in the past, at least, games had very extensive manuals. I mean, uh, I've owned, yeah. uh, I've owned like, the... Um, I can't remember that. Um, I, I, I had a Blade Runner uh, game where... Uh, oh, for the, for the NES? No, no, no. For, that was for PC. Um, uh, okay. So yeah. it was... Uh, I think it was released in 97 or something, but... Anyway, that that one had a very big book on describing the the Blade Runner universe and uh, the the different things you can do in in the game and and all that. So it was uh, it was kind of very uh, very interesting and um, very uh, it was a good read because they present you with a story. So it's um, it's really nice, a really nice one. But um, the thing is that um, you right, never I'm just read through. Because it sounded like Borat. 
<laughs> it's nice. It was very nice. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it is nice. But the, the thing is that um, you never read, read through all of that. It was like, okay, when, when you're very, very excited about a game, you buy a game and you, um, you want to go, go play it, right? So you don't want to spend half, half the time or something to, uh, to uh, read a booklet or, or things like that. You just want to pop the CD because it was on four CDs, if I remember correctly. So it was quite a big game. Um, but uh, you want to pop the CD and you just want to start playing the game. You don't want to read a, a booklet or, or, or things like that. You do that kind of after you've played through the game or if there's something you don't get it's like okay how do i do this thing uh it's it's uh, pretty uh, pretty impossible um but um um or i don't f i can't figure out one thing or or something like that um and and then uh, um and then uh it's uh it's kind of inter interesting uh to um to see how different people cuz some people might have read through through those through those things but um yeah you know i i i usually just wanted to play the game and um and then if if there was something in the game that i found impossible to do or couldn't figure out or some mechanic that was um uh strange for me i would read through that but then you you're looking for very specific information so you're like okay i'm going through through this thing um um to find something very specific it's not that i'm going through through the the booklet for the for the booklet's sake but um you know as you remember as well early early game days or early um days games uh older games like formula one games that i had for the ps1 and other story driven games that i had uh, those all had booklets with instructions in them on controls yeah. and control mapping and you could see okay this is the ps1 controller and stuff like that so um yeah uh, they, they they've always kind of been there um in in early games now it's not that way i mean if you buy a digital game there's no chance you're gonna get a booklet <laughs> even so <laughs> yeah and also i mean players don't expect to not only do they don't expect to get one one of those booklets uh, anymore but also who reads them right uh, yeah if you if you if you're gonna play something, you're expected to just jump in right in, especially in in story driven games where you you just dive right into a game and uh, explore the 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 problem of that world uh, immediately. So say say Zelda for instance, uh, you you wake up as Link in in the future, uh, in, if you compare it to the other games, and what happened? You you don't know so immediately you you get these uh these impulses to explore more to find something else uh, etc yeah yeah that's true that's true but you know half of the fun previously was to just look through the game uh, the booklet because not only did they teach you the the controls and as you said the the in what was it what was the game blade runner uh yeah you mine also, yeah. yeah 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 you you also got the the, the background story right so you get to you get to know where this game is set. Yeah. I mean, if I, if I would just have looked at the Nintendo the, the Mario game, uh, I would never have guessed that this is a, an Italian guy who know, who loves pizza, right? Or who's a plumber. Well, you would get some uh, hints because of the pipes uh, that you can run into and uh, dive into and stuff. But yeah. still, uh, all of that was basically just shown within the booklets. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Blade Runner was a successful, a very successful movie uh, already. I think it was released in 84 or 85 or something. So for older people that were getting into the Blade Runner, Runner game that came out much later, um, you know, that per perhaps they, they wouldn't need the, the, um, the, the booklet for the explanation of the universe and stuff like that. But yeah. as you know, in 97, there was no internet. So you, if you missed that movie... It's like you either ha have it on VHS or you never heard about it. Uh, so it's just a cool, cool game for you. Um, so for me, as as being, I was still a 
a kid in eight, eight, 97 I was 11 so or we were 11 because we're the same age but um, it was <laughs> crap, a very nice introduction <laughs> people know how old I am now <laughs> crap <laughs> they know that we are older than we oh, seem man. <laughs> well I don't have any hair left so I don't know <laughs> I'm quite depressed right now I should take a beer uh, where is my alcohol yeah yeah you, you, need, you really need that I know but it's it's um you know it's it's kind of for for um for young kids getting into gaming that those booklets were awesome i mean i have to say they're and uh, you could see that they're always kind of high quality and uh it was kind of obvious that um they they spent a lot of time on them um and uh, describing the different either you know mechanics of the game uh universes and stuff so that was it's it's always a nice touch i i can Say compared to today's games where everything is digital, I can, um, you know, you can always uh, appreciate the fact that you're getting your game immediately. So if you want to play a game today, you go on Steam, you go on Epic Game Store, you go online to some place, Amazon, I don't know. Uh, they sell digital copies and you can buy one. So you don't have to get in your car, go to the city and, and buy a game. Um, so... I can really appreciate that thing, but you know the physical thing is also pretty cool, to be honest. I mean, it's 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 something you get some. It feels like you're getting something more for your money. Um, yeah, but and it also costs more for the developers to do. Yeah, you know, especially back in the days where you had to create your own game engine uh, from scratch, basically. Yeah, and the publishers had to write these booklets for you and <laughs> all of the things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of real, uh, real time investment for them that they needed that they needed to put in um, for for uh, for the games to be, um, you know, to feel. Uh, I don't know how to say, but high quality, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, and that costs a lot. I mean, it does compared to today's standards. Um, to be honest, because you have to hire people that can uh, an official writer. Uh, artists you perhaps you already have but you know you have to print these books you have to put them in in the cases and all that so yeah uh was an interesting thing because I, I forgot about the booklets to be honest <laughs> yeah. yeah you're you're too old now in other words <laughs> yeah but you know how it is you easily dementia forget dementia is coming <laughs> dementia is about th is around the corner there max <laughs> 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 yeah, I want, to, I want to take the discussion back to, to the tutorial parts. Um, uh, like you said, the, the one of the things uh, previously with those Nintendo ES uh, Entertainment System games, the, the booklet was basically the tutorial uh, or that first screen on Super Mario. Uh, if you if you want to show off uh, show the the third one, all of a sudden you have a different kind of a game. You're you're just thrown right into. Uh, into the game you get this overworld where where you're you see all of the map that you're that you will be playing at um you'll have these uh level one one uh, world one one world two two etc etc but they also give you the choice to go through uh the overworld and find these special places where there is a mushroom where you can do something uh and the first level is the first world is basically really easy uh but they ease you into this with these special places where you can find uh, the the mushroom, the the spades, uh, level, etc. Those are those are all bonus stuff that you can make use of, which yeah. made the game more enjoyable. Now, fast forward to uh, League of Legends, for instance. Uh, we can go through. Uh, so at this point, uh, Juice is gonna start the League of Legends tutorial, which is uh, different from the Super Mario tutorial. Uh, as you might imagine, because it's a different type of game. Uh, but it's also um, uh, watchable online, if you guys are interested. Ten years? Eight years? Uh, something like that. I think we established <laughs> eight, right? Eight, yeah. yeah. So a tutorial right now feels kind of, eh, you know. But it's it's what it is. I mean, um, I, I think also, um, like, building a franchise helps with these things. Um, yeah. At least if you're keeping keeping it within the same... Uh, uh, sorry to interrupt you, Maxi Boy. Before we even start, crap. Uh, <laughs> for anyone who was uh, really... who was fast on the fingers there, uh, or fast vision, there was a mouse there and some keyboard buttons, but there was nothing, no no takes, no nothing at all. 
So already we're thrown into this. Uh, ah, look, they actually tell you to click somewhere. They might have updated it. Yeah, they do. They did. Hmm. Pretty cool. Oh, and they also updated the the mouse thingy. Uh, they marked the the right 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 click, right. So already you have this huge world. You you're not you're not supposed to walk anywhere. Uh, they close off this place. Ooh. Uh, oh. Once again, they're throwing you right in. They're telling you to go straight straight up. And from from okay, this for for a new guy, this is super stressful, right? Yeah, yeah. So no, you you don't know what who's this huge thing is, and he's just mashing you. And I'm just of course playing, uh, being a bit of yeah, you're know. playing like a new guy would or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the thing is, they they showed they they actually indicated that they should press the E button there, but because of you you being a newbie on a game on this game, you really don't look at this this huge area. Did you see it, by the way? Uh, no. No. So I didn't see the was... E button thing. To be honest, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, why is this <laughs> windowed? Um. Uh, I did see it because I usually just look all over the place, uh, and but it was really awkward because yeah. in the middle of a fight you don't look at this place, you don't look at this menu here, uh, the UI. Although this is a very scaled off uh, version of the game, and the game itself has like 150 characters right now. They do a good job at just scaling down the 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 mechanics of the game. You have you can choose four characters, but what I really don't like is being a newbie, being a new guy. How am I supposed to know what these characters represent, right? So is this a, is this a tank? Is this a support? Is there even a tankiness or support thing in the game? Uh, I can see that this guy has a sword, but. Uh, and this ge this girl here is super flashy, and I would say that, sure, because I like like Japanese manga or anime, I would go for this one, but that really doesn't teach me anything, right? Yeah. And and that is one thing that I think that Riot Games could make better, because there are champions there, and especially uh, even though there are 150 characters, there are four or five not five sorry uh separate roles yeah yeah and using this just this screen here they could easily just have printed a text here telling you that this is a this is supposed to be a tanky character you're supposed to be an uh an assassin here you're supposed to be a support or whatever yeah yeah, I agree. I mean, it's uh, cause, cause there's a, uh, or they could have you read stuff, but nobody wants to read stuff nowadays anymore. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's kind of you want to do it by by practice or something. But then, then they they should have more, a lot more explicit guides on on, you know, how to do this because it, it's a complex game. There, like you said, I think the complexity lies not so much in the. Of course, the gameplay does have some complexity um, being formed the way it is because you have these three lanes and you have these minions that are being spawned all the time. But then the, there's another complexity lying in, okay, all these champions that you have. Uh, yeah. What not to are mention they... that this is a team-based game, so you have to coordinate with your team, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have to do, you have to do that and, and you have to kind of understand what all these champions do uh, champions do and to understand their skill set and and everything um i guess a part of the tutorial is that you can't uh you can play only normal games uh during the first time so you can't go and play ranked games or anything like that yeah sure uh, but you can still play with uh, other people it's yeah, not yeah, just with yeah. uh, with uh, and I know, I know that for a fact that people are stressed out because they play with different kinds of people, and they feel like, "Hey, am I ruining this thing for 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 my team? Am I really?" Uh, I know that I'm not supposed to die this many times, but hey, 
can you at least come and help me? And then all of a sudden they rage because people don't come and help them. Yeah, that's that's you, right. I mean, being a new player, you you you're bound to have more experienced players playing normals as well, uh, and and then it's gonna be a lot harder because they have a bunch of experience that you yeah. don't have, uh, and you don't know how to play certain characters and stuff like that. But I think that you know it's it's part of the learning curve to be to, to not be able to go into ranked um, into ranked uh, games. Uh, and you know totally not understand yeah, what but you're it doing have to be i mean my, my point here is that it, has, it doesn't have to be ranked games you can you can just go into any normal game or any online game and play a normal uh game mode i mean and still people do experience the same the, the same feelings that if they're behind uh and especially in a moba game where you're punished if you're behind uh or a shooter an fps game your whole team relies on you then all of a sudden you uh, this pressure on the on the the player yeah. i want to go back to something that you t- uh, touched on there uh, it was there was something you said that they could have explicitly uh, no one wants to read things anymore right uh, they don't want to see this kind of text um they could have done one thing and that's uh, they could have had the uh, a voice a voice line a voiceover somewhere uh as soon as you approach, say, this character for the first time, there there could be a, a voice line saying that uh, this is Lux, uh, age from Demacia, doing this kinds of stuff, and her yeah. skills are da da da. She is supposed to be played as a support player, uh, and then you go to the next one, and you get a, a similar thing. And if you go back to the first one, well, you probably don't want to hear the same voice line again. You could probably just have like a button or somewhere. Do you want to do you want to re hear? Uh, yeah yeah that's let's uh, just take that's true i mean a, a voice a voice line is uh is uh easier um i agree i think that that's the the easiest solution and and to be honest i mean some people do like to read stuff that's uh, that people don't like to read things is a is a generalization <laughs> on a, is this old immediately what is this um uh, so so yeah i mean i'm 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 uh, i'm i'm generalizing of course uh in that case because you know it's uh, uh some people are interested in lore and some people do want to read things um so yeah it's it's not a universal truth that people don't want to read or anything but um a voice a voiceover would be very nice yeah yeah uh, to have um so yeah and like this i mean uh, if you're supposed to play versus this yasuo right he is by nature very aggressive and he's just gonna chase you around and i want to know what does this this e do of course my mini ex- <laughs> minions op <laughs> they kill him uh if i want to know what this e does i really have to like use my arrow uh, my my cursor to find what it does yeah. there is no way here there's no way in the uh, UI that indicates that I can actually have my uh, mouse pointed over it to get more information of it. I would have used F1 or something similar to just get some kind of information, but there's nothing. Yeah, I think uh, if I remember correctly, when I was uh, starting starting out <clears throat> and playing uh, League of Legends, um, I never... I never even played a tutorial to be honest. I yeah. uh, I never did that. It was like I jumped into a normal game and didn't understand anything uh basically. Um It was because of that time there was no tutorial. Well, maybe yeah, just... maybe it was <laughs> maybe it was it was even that bad, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they changed they changed the game uh to add, they added the tutorial later on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, that oh, that's very interesting one actually. One thing that I found is that they uh there is actually a vo- uh, sound here. As soon as I go close to these, oh, now you see the arrow. By the way, here, the thing that I was talking about previously. Oh, when I was yeah. Fighting. Okay, okay, okay. So that's that's what they were talk they were talking yeah. about. Yeah, was easy to miss, to be honest. And at at least yeah, I mean, really. if you're if you're new and very confused and all of these things, then it's it's gonna be very very hard to see because um, in this game there are a lot of things that are happening. 
so um you know it's it's very it's nice that you can try different characters you get uh, yeah. four different characters that you can try but although you know, i just want to just uh, mention here within the game when you're actually playing the game you can't do this right so what the game what the tutorial here is telling you is that from before actually playing the game you see that okay whenever i play the game i can change characters within the the game itself oh and yeah that yeah. is not necessarily true right yeah yeah you you could you could make the assumption that you can change yeah. characters and this is this is the game itself uh now league of legends is of course a, a very popular game and and there are yeah, a lot of guides exactly. that you can watch um that you can watch online to understand how the game works so you can watch a youtube video on yeah, league exactly. of legends uh, because it's a very popular game but it, if you're developing a game that's not as popular as league of legends uh, this wouldn't be a good way to go about it uh, yeah exactly you have to be cautious about what what you're say, telling the the player yeah oh, exactly there was a voice line Woohoo. Okay, so that's that's the end of the of the tutorial exactly. when you destroy so the, the first tower. Yeah. Okay, and there was a voice line telling you. Uh, by the way, let me just uh, send you the sound. Of the game. One yeah. thing that I found really annoying because I am uh, I've played League of Legends for such a long time, having the camera this way is really annoying. Locked on to you. Oh yeah, you can. And okay, so you, you can't you can't change that in League of Legends. Yeah, you can, you can go into yeah, you can just go into settings and do this. Uh, but the, my my point is, as soon as you start to play a a normal game, the camera itself is unlocked, right? Yeah, yeah. So, be, going through a tutorial with this kind of a assumption that you can uh, that the, the camera will be this way, you. you talk about you play the game and you learn the the, the game and the carrier movements camera movements etc as if it is like this and then all of a sudden you play a normal game and the camera uh, it's not like that so you have to scroll the camera right you have to yeah yeah uh, pan the camera around just just to get to know uh, whoops it's really uh, fun to play the tutorial. <laughs> yeah, I haven't done this for such a long time. Yeah, that's uh, that's <laughs> instant. That's true. I mean, it's uh, it's pretty uh, it's pretty uh, interesting. Uh, Can I die? But um, you know how you know how it is. I mean, it's it's uh, um, it's it's showing a lot of information that is kind of um, you know not as in the actual game. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's to uh, to kind of simplify the whole the whole experience or whatever to make it easier for you and follow your character and all, all that. But uh, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of um, conflicted about about this. I don't think it's the best way. I think there that there they are there are better better ways of. Uh, of doing of doing exactly that even if it's a um even even if it's a, a a such a popular game um i think a tutorial is always needed and uh in some way at least but it should reflect the reality of the game um at least you know yeah so yeah i mean there are a couple of substances that you get from this tutorial uh we, we talked about we touched on, upon them uh here but I would guess if you're a new a new player, and now say my wife would play for the first game, she's not really a gamer, and if she would go in here and I really want her to play League of Legends because that's one of the games that I really want to play, uh, all of a sudden we get these huge fights probably. <laughs> Don't go that way. Don't go that, down that lane, right? <laughs> because, because she would probably rage on these things. Uh, the, the first thing that you can... You, what are you supposed to do with the minions, right? Uh, one of the things that you uh, that you do within the game is you don't get any money unless you kill the minions. Of course, you get the uh, uh, the standard interest, uh, the gold income that is generated by default. But you're not supposed to do that, right? You're supposed to kill the minions 
to get the resources to get to buy items. Now, by the way, items didn't really show up here in the in the tutorial, right? Yeah, that's and true. And as soon as you play the game, there's this huge uh, inventory or shop with a lot of items. Now, of course, uh, this preseason they they changed the shop a lot, and they added, they streamlined it the 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 shop quite well. They made it really easy for you to just okay, just go down the lane, press one of three things, and just go with the flow. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, th I think, um, like I said before, because I wanted to touch, touch a bit, uh, about uh, on on that thing with franchises. Franchises do usually uh, help, um, because, and, and if you do it right in a franchise from the start, I was thinking like, because I, I picked up Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, not so long ago, and um, they do it a bit differently. Uh, in in the way they're kind of introducing stuff to you so first you have a uh, let's say th that the tutorial is embedded in the gameplay you know like many many story driven games yeah. do it do it right now it's like you you start off with a with a scene where you don't really have to do anything special uh you just have to talk to various characters um and um, I don't want to spoil anything on Assassin's Creed if uh, if people want to uh, play it, but you know you started with a with a kind of a default scene, um, and then you're introduced to gameplay um, and uh, things that your character can do and buttons you can press and all that while you're actually playing the game. So you're starting off simple, and then you show the player that okay you can you can use this thing as well and then you do you do it right and it doesn't force you to do it right there and then but it just says okay so you can use your thing to do this and uh, um, then it, as you move on you discover more and more skills and i think that a lot of things um a lot of games are like that right now uh where the tutorial is part of some initial gameplay uh some of them have like you said you have a uh uh, kind of like Super Mario did this uh, that you showed before as well where you have a let's say fake level that yeah, is not part of the screen, game itself basically. yeah exactly it's not part of the game itself it's just part of uh, a tutorial showing you this gameplay um, and then you move on to the actual gameplay and I've seen a lot of games doing doing that as well um, I think you know the Assassin's Creed method I think is fine because you get started with the game it's even part of the story um but they're kind of guiding you to what is possible with your with your character um and it being part of the actual gameplay and the story that means that you you don't really get any surprises like you do with league of legends so in that sense um, it's still part of the natural gameplay and what you can do is what you can do of course Assassin's Creed being the franchise that it is, and I think there are like this is like a Call of Duty. I, I think Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty, <laughs> I, I, they're like uh, seventy. Seventy game. Yeah. Oh, we thought the same. Nice. Great minds. <laughs> yeah. It's like oh, you know, if you if you uh, if you have the mobile games and then the 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 PC games, PC con slash console games, you you have so many follow ups and and different twists on everything. Um, but you know, with the with the first Assassin's Creed, it was kind of groundbreaking in the way that um, I remember. Um, when they introduced the game that you could uh, explore a city and and you could climb buildings, right? That was a big thing. You could climb buildings, yeah. and um, it was it looked natural and everything. Um, so then, it being a franchise today, you kind of assume that you can do that in every game, and that you don't have to include in a tutorial, uh, because most people do know that. But of course, if you're a new player, then you might miss that. So if you missed yeah. it from the beginning then it becomes this whole thing where you don't know that you can do things and you have to discover it by yourself but yeah you know it's um yeah pretty i want to make a correction from the things that i talked about previously uh, it seems that the this tutorial thing is uh, done in three parts so okay. they have added yeah so there is this specific thing for 
shops there's a specific theme for for actual gameplay and there was this first get to know the game kind of a feel okay okay so so okay okay. they they added three part it's a three-part thing well that's uh i mean that's that's good then yeah um because because it's it's not kind of you're not missing out like you said you're not missing out on the whole items thing um the interesting what would be actually very interesting to know is and we don't really have any data on this but um it would be very interesting to know how many people do actually play the tutorial um, you have to do it the first thing you do but uh, i don't know if you can just skip it uh, let's see uh, okay so you can you they kind of force you to do this now in league of yeah, legends then the first exactly in the first the first game you actually have to go through it okay well or, that's then then that's good that's good um, so, uh, yeah, because I was no, yeah. I, I was kind of wondering on that. Oh, you can sk- you can skip it. No. Okay. Okay. So you have to go through it, which is good. I really like this because forcing you to go through a tutorial means you have to you're getting the basic gist out of the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it might suck because you oh, just want to. Looks, your, looks like your game crashed. Please wait while you fix the things. <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, yeah that doesn't seem right right <laughs> that's uh, that's very very interesting actually but you know i mean yeah if they if they force you to do that i think it's uh you know it's fine um it might like i said it sucked at the beginning uh to to be forced to do things that you don't want to do um because you're like oh i'm gonna skip this especially if um one thing is if you create a second account and you just want to play oh, you want to just go through it yeah, yeah you just want to because you're an experienced player and you don't want to go through all that then you know the option of skipping it uh, or the the missing option of skipping it it kind of sucks um but uh if- be honest i would be glad to uh anyone who who plays the game to create a new account <laughs> Please don't play the game. <laughs> play on your main <laughs> account because Smurfs are ruining this game. <laughs> no, but I, you know, I'm thinking if you want to switch servers or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, uh, um, then, then, uh, then um, it becomes a, um, a a bit of an issue, to be honest, just because um, it's uh, it's quite yeah. uh, quite uh, annoying to have to play basic things from 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 the start again. Um, but yeah, you know, it, I understand that including the option to skip things uh, will automatically make it so that people will skip it. I mean, they will. I think that uh, very few people would actually play it through the tutorial given the option to skip it. I don't know uh, what what you think, but yeah. I think um, it depends on the uh, the player. If it's an experienced player who has played uh, Dota and played uh, games that are similar, MOBA games, um, then probably a skip will be expected. However, if it's a new guy uh, or coming from, say, a platformer game background, um, you would probably play the game. I want to turn the page to FPS shooters. Yeah. And, uh, for instance, take Valorant. Yeah. We can we can have a look at we can have a look at that. Um, game just doesn't want to stop <laughs> stop. <laughs> I can't close the game. <laughs> Render. Well, yeah. So I can't. Let's go for Valorant. Yeah. Yeah, we can we can do that. Um, it's uh yeah this this is this one is uh is uh very uh very interesting just because it's a, it's a whole different type of game so it's an fps game um and you can you can basically have a couple of things that what you're showing right now so you have a shooting taste test you have a spike planting a spike diffuse so it's kind of inspired by league of legends i would say um um I don't know. That would be. Uh, I mean, it is the same company who did both, created both games. So I wouldn't be surprised if they uh, 
reuse a lot of things. Yeah, because uh, they, what they're basically showing there is the different different mechanics of of the the game. Oh, uh, can I not go through the tutorial once again? Let's go for the practice range. I think range, I think you can go in if you go into the range, then you can go go into the tutorial. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, shooting test. Yeah, I think uh, at the shooting test you can actually. Uh, Is uh, it just go through the first part there with some targets? Yeah, but there there's there's one there's one part of it where you um, where you can actually. Um, uh go through a spike plant test so already you're presented with these characters right and once again you don't know at all what these characters are uh yeah the only thing you do know is that they are they're male female and they look cool <laughs> <laughs> basically yeah <laughs> the thing is Let's play Jet. I chose Jet, right? Uh, and oh, can I go there? Okay, there's nothing really tutorially about this. No. It just, no. Uh, so this isn't really a tutorial. Uh, what the tutorial does teach you is they. They show you basic movements, right? They, they tell you that you can shoot with this. Whoops. Uh, you can shoot stuff. Um, come on. <laughs> and you jump. And those kinds of things they, they teach you. But they don't really teach you why you would use uh, a smoke, right? They don't teach you any tactics. They don't, they don't tell you as this kind of a character is supposed to be in the back line or in the front line. Uh, you're supposed to have uh, lead your uh, team forward by yeah. using smokes etc you just know that oh shit i can i can dash and once again you're in this uh, tutorial well in this uh, range you can just spam skills you're not really getting any cooldowns out of it right yeah yeah that's true and that and that is misleading again yeah and one of the things that i really don't like with tutorials oh yeah, see now you can have a uh, diffuse the spike and you get a buy phase, I guess, and stuff. Yeah, so now I can buy stuff. I don't really know anything. Let's just do. Well, the tutorial isn't much. Uh, can you die, by the way? Can you shoot me? Yeah, he can. Yeah, Let's um, see if I can die. Um, uh, anyway, the things that the, the things that really annoy me is that in tactical shooters or games where you're playing as a team where there are different roles, many times you're not being told what uh, what each role does. Right? You're not you're not told how to play, how you're supposed to play in team in teams how you're supposed to play the character where you're supposed to stand um those kinds of things are really important for for newbies right yeah to get the most out of it yeah now there are there are some characters where, with shields and stuff in other games uh that would be really a good amount of information to be thrown into just to get to know what my role is some characters, of course, are more tanky, and by default, the people will just run straight into a mob. But that's not always the case. Yeah. And that's even though people are tanky, maybe they're not supposed to be uh, be played like that. Maybe yeah. they're supposed to be in the backland protecting, like in League of Legends, for instance. If you have Nautilus, you're supposed to be in the backland protecting your AD carry. And those things are really tactical things that I think tutorials need to really look into. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, it's um, they're not they're very very seldomly showing the full picture. 
Um, and I don't know if this is a theme for online games, to be honest. If if but uh, I I don't know. It, it's been it's been quite a quite a, quite a long time since uh, I played uh, World of Warcraft, for example. So I can't really remember um, what the tutorial was like there. If there was um, any any good tutorial or um, or anything like that to to start you off. Or if this is an online game um, thing where you don't really get any, um, I mean, good tutorials, I would say. Um, because I, I just feel that having it as part of the gameplay, like I mentioned with Assassin's Creed and many other games that do um, implement the same kind of um, tutorial logic or method, um, yeah. uh, that works uh, That works very well, you know, because it's... it's um, it, like we said, it doesn't give you any false pretense as to what the game is is doing or, or what you can do in in the game. Um, it teaches you what your character can do, and then you can make some decisions on or strategic strategical decisions on you know what what can I do with these skills in in various situations. But for multiplayer games and FPS games, like um, you know. It wouldn't been it, it wouldn't have been extremely extremely hard to create a situation in, for example, Valorant, which is an which is an FPS game. It's it's not super complicated, right? You none of uh, none of the characters are extremely extremely complicated, and everybody kind of understand that understands that it's a competitive shooter, so aim kind of matters. Like many compared to CS CS:GO, and uh, yeah. as an alternative to CS:GO, um, so. It wouldn't have been very complicated for them to create a situation where you can use different characters to handle the situation like a puzzle you know i'm thinking like oh they're coming in on site somewhere you have this character you have these abilities you can press f1 which you actually don't know that you can press f1 to look no, at your abilities at <laughs> there's 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 no tutorial in valorant that tells you this so that's another missing element of information um and you know uh, then you can tell the player okay so you can pause this at any time so you can think about the situation you're in right now right and then you can um, press f1 and check your skills what can you do with this and then you kind of yeah, get an understanding you, for you know and you what... get an objective like kill this kill this with this with this character uh, in like 10 seconds or whatever some kind so you yeah. say that you're brimstone uh, you have the smokes right uh, use your smokes, position yourself in a in certain way, and just make use of your abilities to to kill the enemy. Yeah, basically. yeah. Um, so it's it's kind of uh, interesting. Why I don't I don't know why they're leaving out so much information. Um, and I mean, uh, you don't want to have too much information as well, right? Um, if it's too much, if it's too much, people will basically not play the game. Uh, but if it's if it's something like you, like you said there with the situational thing, that was a really cool suggestion, by the way. Uh, having these scenarios really sets the player in in this kind of a mindset that, all right, this could actually happen within the game, right? And yeah, when this happens, I could make use of these strategic elements that I have in this way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It gives it at least it makes the player think. You know what can I do in this situation? What kind of skills do I have? And then it makes them read on the skills and see what they do uh, for real because they need to to tackle this situation. But um, you know, because it feels like like the Valorant practice range is just basically a range to improve your aim, right? It, it's it's it has nothing to do with you improving your tactical skills. Uh, yeah. because I mean, yeah, sure. You can start that scenario of diffusing a spike where all the bots are placed in the same place. Always. They're very easy to defeat. They don't even move. So that's not going to develop any tactical skills whatsoever. So there's, there's nothing there. So most of it is just, okay, you, you learn the diffuse mechanic. So you, you get one mechanic, but then when it comes to actual tactical thinking, uh, you would have to. I don't know. Go in, go in practice mode on the different maps and just train or something by yourself, or I don't know. So there are no given scenarios for you, 
and it feels like as i said the range is mostly made to improve your aiming skills that's that's it um so and i want to i want to note though that riot has announced that they will have bot games where you can just dive right into bot games uh say i'm thinking that they're actually taking this into consideration uh just make sure that you can you can go through the game as if it was a real game right as if it was a real match with yeah. real people yeah and that's that's inspired that by you... uh that's inspired by csgo basically because they they oh, really? the, yeah they've been have they had this for quite some time this functionality uh, yeah, okay. where the the bots are actually pretty pretty hard as well i mean you, yeah. you can turn them up to to, to a pretty hard level where you know novices or new people will have a hard time against them to be honest so yeah yeah uh, go ahead i sorry. want to touch on something that you that you talked about previously you said that the uh the f1 button was a was a hidden feature right uh, another thing that is really prevalent in in the game if you if you don't have communication within the game you're you have a disadvantage already there and there is this the the command wheel where you can use different voice lines from within the game like i'm going c i'm going b uh, i'm watching this place etc that wheel or the the functionality to use those voice lines is is also hidden so you have to go into the settings and just just discover that there is something there that you can make use of and yeah. the first time that you use it is pretty funny because you just spam these hello hello and uh good job those kinds of things yeah but it's hidden right and for anyone who doesn't know how to go uh, who doesn't think of going into the settings you you don't get any indication at all from within the game no exactly now and, th- and then it becomes kind of a uh, a thing where um you know you you see other people doing it and then you ask and uh, but you don't really get it from the game itself which is kind of kind of sad because not many i mean a lot of people do use uh headphones and and things like that and then microphones but not everybody does and the people that um don't are at the real disadvantage to be honest um, yeah. in the game itself so um it would be nice because this is a tactical shooter i mean yeah. there is a, t- a tactical element to this it's the yeah. same thing with the uh, the rainbow six siege game right because you have different roles there you have different characters they have different abilities and if you if you're not getting into the uh, mindset of that role that you're playing you're not getting anywhere of course you can be a real cool really good shooter and just go around and shoot people uh, because you have played fps games for since you're a child but that doesn't really help the game aspect uh, because this is a community game right it's a team-based game you're supposed to lead your your team into victory not only to play this game as a solo player if you do that as a solo player you're playing it for wrong reasons in my opinion yeah well, yeah, it's it it is a team team game. In in many ways, it's it's like League of Legends, just the, an FPS version of it. Uh, a bit more uh, simplified in some ways, a bit more complicated in other ways, and yeah. and that makes it uh, makes it unique uh, for its for for the things that they have implemented with characters with abilities, as opposed to uh, Counter Strike, which is everybody has the same abilities and and it's more of a military um game i would say where you have grenades and stuff like that um whereas uh, valorant is is a game where it's a bit more futuristic um in in that sense and you have abilities on your characters but um yeah being being able to shoot and aim is is of course the biggest part of the game um but being able to play tactical and actually play your character and and utilize uh, their abilities to a maximum uh, makes a, a big difference as well because you you can get an advantage by 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 doing that so so yeah um it's um it's a hard one by by the way i i wanted to ask you so what is your favorite tutorial method done well of course i don't want to feel that there is a tutorial because i'm a player uh, i've been playing games for a long time um and i'm a game developer I analyze a lot of games, right? And how they do things. And one of the best uh, tutorials 
that uh, that is out there is the one that you were talking about previously with the Assassin's Creed part, yeah, uh, which is a part of the game, right? You're you're in this in between place where you're loading into the uh, the mind of your DNA, basically, yeah. Uh, and while you are loading, you're getting this uh, this tutorial. And I really like that kind of a like interactive, uh, just thrown into things uh, and getting you get into the game through the story itself. Yeah, and I, yeah. Th- I think that Uncharted does this really well as well. Well, they do the same thing, or yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. I mean, for for story driven games, it it really does make sense that you you start off with the story slow. And you kind of introduce the, the the player to more and more mechanics and more and more things that they can do and, and things like that. Um, so you know that's that's a that's a part part of it. And I I have to say it's it's kind of my favorite uh, favorite as well. Um, but sure, I mean, in in games like that we mentioned, like League of Legends and Valorant, it doesn't really work, right? It it no any multiplayer game out there doesn't really work. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, uh, if you if you play what is that Rocket League, uh, the game where you're supposed to drive around the car and play football, soccer, right? Yeah. Uh, I think that the, uh, the tutorial there is really good as well because it's in a in a like segmented, really scoped place where you could just drive around. You're you're really just being taught how to drive the car and shoot the ball, right? Yeah, and then yeah. all of a sudden you 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 meet other people. That's basically the the whole gist of the game. Uh, yeah, yeah, so true. There's not much frustration there as it is in in MOBA games and more complex games where you have these economics, uh, you have these resources you need to allocate and these resources you need to keep track of. Ammo, for instance, would be one of those games. Um, so yeah, it depends on the on the game genre. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, exactly, you have different possibilities depending on which type of game you're developing. That's that's just how it is. Yeah. And especially, it's really easy to do in comparison uh, if you compare the multiplayer and single player uh, thing. Yeah, yeah. But having a single player game is much more easy because you can guide the player exactly how you think, uh, how you know the game will progress. Whereas in multiplayer games, you really don't. Yeah, you don't exactly. You don't as a developer. You don't control that part of of the actual game. The result, at least, I mean, in competitive games, there's no chance you can you can control that in any way for for new players uh, or any player uh, whatsoever. So, uh, in in that in that you know in that case, you need explicit tutorials um, like like they're doing right now. But you can have better tutorials or worse tutorials. So there are there. And especially levels. teach things that are actually important for the game not only controls but also tactical things that are really important uh, because you can be a really bad league of legends players a player but you can have these tactical thinking you have the macro plays right and yeah. you win games anyway yeah. you just throw a tank at them and they're in the front line basically and you can still win games yeah whereas if you have a game like like valorant where skill is really uh, something that you need to be able to have, need to make use of, uh, different way. It's not really character driven as much as it is in League of Legends with the macro plays, etc. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's true. So what what I guess what we're saying is uh, there is a difference for and for as a conclusion because we're ending. Yeah, we're at our the episode, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. Um, um, I, I think that the conclusion is that you have different possibilities um, in the various, uh, depending on what type of game it is. Uh, multiplayer and single player can can be different, um, and you have different possibilities there. Um, and for uh, the single player games, story driven games, uh, what we're saying, I guess, is that the preferred method of of actually doing this is that you guide the player. In existing gameplay and not make an explicit tutorial for it um, that's the best seamless way of doing it and then for multiplayer games you're kind of forced to have this explicit tutorial but then you know have a more elaborate tutorial uh, that focuses on more 
core mechanics uh, core mechanics of the game and strategy of the game uh, that's that's my take from from our discussion today at least yeah uh, well great um, so um, is there do we want to add anything more juicy or uh, no I think we covered pretty much everything um, great well then uh, I, I would say uh, thank you for uh, listening and uh, I think that we can uh, we can also say that uh, if you want to check out the episode on Twitch it would be nice uh, we're gonna check how the technology thing worked today and sound and everything um, and uh, thank you for listening once again thank you Juicy for the conversation and thank you Mexico thank you thank you and thanks for the uh, the insightful comments <laughs> <laughs> oh thank you uh, well then uh, see you next week and uh, have a nice week bye bye yeah Bye-bye.